0: Welcome back to another episode of Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with the co hosts, Tom.
1: Hi. Hi, Ross.
0: Mike. Hey, Ross. Joey. Hello. And today I wanted to talk about risk. And when bringing up this topic, I think I'm already envisioning this will probably be a part one of maybe many, as it's a question that comes up a lot in our discussions and in the panels we've done, the presentations at various conferences. It's one that parents ask a lot about, and I think it's such a big topic that we need to kind of take it apart in a few different ways. So today I was gonna specifically look at uh, maybe what the benefits are to trying more challenging, more risky activities. And I was thinking of an activity from my childhood where it was one of the very strong moments where I definitely pushed myself further than I was kind of ready to go. And I actually was at the swimming pool where I spent a lot of time in my youth growing up. And the diving boards were kind of a key place. And I was very comfortable going off the low boards and doing cannonballs and pencil dives and regular dives and even working up to doing front flips. And, but they were again, they were the two or three foot boards yep. off the water, not very risky in my, and I was also a very confident swimmer. So the deep water did not at all bother me. Um, but there was a high dive and that was, uh, 10 feet. I don't know what it would measure up to be, but it was high, definitely higher up.
2: I bet it was higher than 10.
0: Probably higher than 10 <laughs> feet, but uh, it wasn't the 10 meter board either, but that's a whole right, other right, right. world. But yeah. standing up on the board, looking down when you're only 13, also looks like it's about 30 it, feet down. It looks a lot higher, yeah. It looks a lot deeper. So being one of the younger kind of pool rats at the uh, at the at the community pool in New Hope, watching a lot of bigger kids do dives and front flips and things off of that. And I was finally like, I oh, mean, I think I really want to try We've talked about before how there's sometimes those children who have to watch. I kind of was that child to some degree. I had to watch other peers of mine doing these activities. You're we watching
2: big- older peers, though. I was watching older yeah.
0: children. But I, you know, okay, they're doing it. They're, they're able to go. And then my friend who I was with, he's like, let's just do it. And so he goes before me. He jumps. Is he older or younger? He was a year older, but we grew up in the neighborhood together. Okay. He went for it, front flip, over-rotated, and just hit the water hard. On was back? On his, front, his face and stomach, chest region. He like, did a t- double. He did a, like a one and a quarter, yeah, unfortunately. Really, yeah, yeah. Um, got zeros from all the judges. Uh, <laughs> and I saw that, and he came out, and he was just red, and I was next in line. And of course the the line is already growing behind me that's
3: the thing the high board there's no way to come off of it without like
0: without getting totally ridiculed or they're just like just jump off the board you know like so i got up there and i was up and i was getting i could already feel the the line like (laughs) kind of just jump would you just and then somebody i think finally was like just go already and i said all right i'm gonna do it and i did i went for my front flip
2: This is the first time off choosing front flip, just to to be clear. Okay, not a jump.
0: I've jumped many times off the high dive. Oh, okay. All right, so not your first high dive experience. Nope. Okay, This was the first front flip attempt, and I did the the same thing. One and a quarter, and I slapped the water so hard. I think sun hats from, you know, onlookers blew off. The glass, the snack shack shattered. (laughs) You know, that's what it felt like when I hit the water. And I lost my breath. Yeah. Barely doggy paddled over to the, to the wall, got out, and was embarrassed and also mm-hmm. in a lot of pain.
2: <laughs> and then what would you do?
0: I went back in line and jumped off again. Didn't front flip again, but uh-huh. I went and proceeded to jump off the uh-huh. board again and again. But it was one of those times where I very consciously knew I was pushing myself. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, looking back at that, how does an, does an example like that, does a situation where you really are willing to push yourself and go, and it didn't go very well for me but for me I took it and I kept going and eventually wasn't doing front flips but I had started doing head first dives into the water and later in the, in the summer and I'm wondering if that could that be because I I was willing to fail and willing to I figured out what happened I didn't right. die
1: I, I I keep wondering in in a situation like that how do you measure your risk
0: yeah before I think it's it's an interesting like before and after because right. before you were so if confident. You, if, well, and I I was and I was really nervous. Okay. Beforehand. And actually I was more confident after the fact because I did it. Because you kinda knew what the worst thing would be? Exactly. You, like yeah.
2: right. I mean you're so, you're also old enough now to calculate to yeah. think that way. Like, oh I yeah. did the worst thing. I mean, you know, so right, it right. can't get much worse. Yeah. To me, and other people can weigh in, I think the key of this story is that you were choosing it, mm-hmm. so that it was a, it was a challenge yeah. that you were motivated yeah. to meet. You you nobody was making you. I mean, you know, the people I'm, behind I'm you my... in line are probably making you. Yeah. You're probably showing off a little bit at that age. Is probably some social reason you're doing it yep. as well. But but all the same, you you know the way yeah. you tell the story just now, yep. the motivation was your own. You, you know whether it was to because right,
3: no one would have said anything if you would have jumped and gone feet first. Yeah. In, in there everyone right. would have been fine. Yep.
2: Right, exactly. Like no
3: one said, "Oh, just go do a front flip." They right.
2: were saying, "Just jump." Yeah. yeah. And I, to me, when we talk about this, I just think it's so, in my mind, it's so critical that it, that when we're talking about taking risks, it's the risk that that the person who's taking, it, it probably in this case you're old enough to know. Yeah, I, could, I just watched my kid fall on their face, but I don't think it feels like a risk. I think that word is tricky. Right. It's like a, it's a challenge, maybe. I mean, maybe this case, risk is a fine word because you certainly were 13. You knew. That you could do yeah. a belly flip like your friend did, but I, to me, it's so much of who is making it happen, you know, mm-hmm. and then who who is a, who is assessing, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. not everybody is going to even be comfortable going up on the high dive, yeah. let alone, yeah, you know, trying a flip. And yeah, that I still would not high. I've,
3: I've high or right. are not my thing. So, yeah.
1: so do you think you really were able to to make that decision with all the pressure behind you and the pressure of your friend already gone, going going?
0: You know, I mean, look, it, it, that's the hindsight of 20 plus years to kind of go back. And I think it's that it was the pre, the premeditation of it. So it was self-selected. Like we we were going to try this. And then it got up there and there, I think there was that moment of like, I should just not do this because this is not going to end well. It's going to be, you know, so
2: it's still doesn't ever sound like you had that, like, sounds like nervousness, but not true fear. I mean, we could talk about my first high dive experience one day, and then we could talk about like true fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you did it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's where, so that's, does it, does it qualify maybe? Would it be, yeah, it sounds like we're maybe split on whether it's risk or not, which well, I, think this I, is, thought, I think that's why it's such a tricky yeah, word. Yeah, exactly. You know,
3: so I've watched these YouTube videos of like the, people who screw up on the high dive. Yeah. And what it comes <laughs> down to, really, there's a sense of confidence. Well, it's one of those, like, fail videos, you know, yeah. watching with my child yeah. and yeah. whatever. Yes. Um, but there's a thing of confidence where the people who get hurt are generally the people who are, like, they start to go and you see them as they take the, you know, you sort huh? of, like running uh-huh. steps and they second guess themselves Uh yeah and what they do is they sort of hit and so the board is flipping back up and they're in mid-step and they get hit and they fall sideways and fall down into the water and almost invariably that's the reason every so often there's like water on and they literally slip yeah but usually it's this not having the like sort of second guessing yourself Um, in the middle of it rather than just go because part of Mm -hmm. what you have to do is just confidently just go do it yeah you know in my Getting back to early childhood, we have monkey bars at our playground, and really all it takes is the child to, first they have to learn the rhythm of the swing, Mm -hmm. but then they have to be ready to let go. You reach with one arm. They often can do that, and then they're holding one in each hut, but they're not ready to let go with the other hand, and they just do that for a while. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. now drop down, you know? Mm -hmm. But once they have the confidence to let go, then they can go to that next bar, and it's really easy, and all of a sudden they do all the bars. And so there's this thing where they just do one bar over and over, or... Two bars, I guess, one hand on the first bar, one mm-hmm. hand on the second bar, over and over. And it, as soon as they're like, they get that confidence, they just, and they do
0: all of the bars. So There's going no back between. going back to the kind of the maybe the opening topic or question is like, is confidence one of the benefits of taking risks? And I, I think we could all agree, we're shaking our heads, you can't right. see that, but we're shaking our heads, yes. <laughs> Um, oh, they can't but yeah. they, you know, them. So, but there's the physical confidence that builds, but what other confidence kind of grows? And I'm kind of putting it out there as more of a discussion question for the rest of the group to kind of right. like, what else comes from taking that physical risk, that physical challenge right. early on in early childhood? But um,
2: well, I think is that t- the other thing I've been thinking, because we've, we've talked about this off mic a couple of times, but I keep thinking in my head of that, that graph, the Yerkes-Dodson law, but if something's really easy, you're not going to do very well. Cause you really don't care right right it's like nah, you know that mm-hmm. i might even fall because i'm not paying enough attention because this low board is like so easy yeah and then as it gets up here and it gets a little more challenging for me there's that sweet spot of right performance and kind of just being totally dialed in it's kind of like the you know being in the zone if you will and then you keep going over here to where it's getting really too hard and
0: yeah. then your performance
2: drops down again right you know and so to me it's all about keeping in that sweet spot which is different for every person yeah. so your high dive You know, sweet spot where where then what you're going to feel is ah, that felt so good to be challenging myself and Mm -hmm. like and it was hard and I liked hard work with a good result where somebody else might try to flip and it's way too hard and then they're going to have a a more negative feedback to the to the to the situation.
3: Can you say the name of the person again? It's a
2: it's a yeah the it's called the Yerkes Dodson Law, and if you Google that. You can see the graph that I cannot describe.
1: Okay, <laughs> so I, I was, I've been thinking, um, is it? There's, we know there's benefits to risk, mm-hmm. but is that an adult concept? Risk? Do kids actually think in terms of risk, mm. or do they think in terms of challenges like you did? Because I'm thinking in, in my classroom, um, I don't see kids saying. Oh gee, I
2: want to take a risk. Right.
1: Yeah. But they're always challenging themselves. Right. But that's that that's true.
2: and that cuz the last time we talked about this, uh, Mike brought up you know, the baby learning to walk and oh we all know the baby's going to fall a couple times, but they're, you know, they're so motivated to learn to walk. The baby isn't thinking, isn't even capable of thinking. Right. Oh, I might be taking a risk when yeah. I take this step. They're just so it's excited. It's an adult right.
1: it's an adult concept, right? And we we try and put it on the child. I think that's what I've been trying to get at, Tom. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: But On the other, there is one thing though, because the whole visual cliff idea. Yeah. Yes. So around ten months old, a child does know. This could be danger. Danger. Dangerous. Yeah. So it's that's long. a little di- that's different than risk, though. When well, you know? that and we talk As, a lot about that, and then,
2: you know, but yeah. they know
3: like this could be dangerous, but they can be encouraged by their. Yeah. The mom, like, oh,
2: come on,
0: it's okay. No. <laughs> You're just and that's where, you know, I think, and that's probably going to be another episode related to this, but risk versus hazard. Right. And children can definitely assess that. And I think maybe the actual word risk is something that it's coming from adults. But I think I would argue that children know that there is that kind of spectral understanding. Uh-huh. And I see it in our preschool in the gym during the climbing wall. It's a,
1: it's an internal thing for can, the child. It's exactly. Not, it's not they're, they're not saying, oh,
2: let me take a risk today. No. I might fall off this wall, but they want the, there's but the, that. Oh, there's that. I want say, to try oh, something hard because yeah, it right. feels good. Make
0: there's this harder. Make thrill. this Yep. And so like the climbing wall, there's those who will climb to the very top and jump down, and do it with great confidence. There's some who climb to the top, jump and just kind of crash into the mat with no real means of learning how to land, or not really right. ready to land yet. And there's those who will. Go up one or two rungs, climb back down. That's all the higher they need to go. And so I think there's that awareness of, you know, within themselves, what I'm capable of, where do I want to push to? And, there's and each of them just will walk.
3: call out, look what I'm doing, or look at me. Yeah. To one look. kid, it's like, I'm two feet off the ground, look at me. And the other kid, it's like, look at me, <laughs> yep. I'm going to. And that's. Which, a, which jump brings up the, the top. benefit,
1: which brings up yeah. the benefit of them being able to yeah. start to understand their own feelings about. Their challenges, yeah. mm-hmm. right?
0: Which that that will probably be the language we use with praise, and you know, related to rough and tumble. But that's mm-hmm. something related to that is rather than what I what I say in our in you know, I tell my student teachers this as well is that I'm not one to say good job. That's so great. Look at you know, it's more wow. I can see you're really proud mm-hmm. of yourself, right? Because I want to help them as you know we talked about in the previous episodes where like you were helping um, Amma and Lizzie, you know. Giving them that language, I want you to internalize right. this. I want you to feel that sense right. of joy. You look that, happy.
2: You look proud. Yeah,
0: you're. Yeah. You did that. I mean, right. that I can see you're the one who's really excited about this. That makes
2: this is a slight tangent, but that makes me think about kids using this kind of language. There's last year we had these huge puddles, uh, you know, in the thaw season. Yeah. Right. But they were not deep, but they were huge. They were, like, the size of a small pond. Yeah. And um, this will tie back to our topic. but And so the kids were, like, wanting to walk through the puddles. And some of them would be saying, at the very edge, totally oh, yeah. worried, totally afraid, Because to them, it looks like a pond. Yeah. And here's all these crazy adults saying, it's okay. Come on through. You know, right. like, you know, come on across and, and look like a hazard. Look like, You know, and then they get in, they realize that how deep it is and that it's okay. But what they were saying was, I'm brave of this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, right. I. and So they're using they're using <laughs> brave actually as afraid. It's mm-hmm. like the same mm-hmm. feeling right, to right. a kid. Oh. Okay, okay. You know, like the, he was not saying I'm being brave. I'm brave of this. Uh-huh. Right. And I was like, oh. Huh. Yeah. It's just right on the flip side of you know. So yeah. So there is a there is an awareness of when they're doing something that is taking that like. <gasps>
3: yeah. And they they want to challenge themselves, right? To get yeah. just
2: right past that.
3: Right. And, right. But it's like that graph you said where there's certain things where they're just not going to try. Yeah. But.
0: And and I'm ai and again, this might be another episode of discussion or part seven of this series of risk. <laughs> but um, that I think that then translates to other areas that it, it starts to go into social confidence, emotional confidence, even cognitive confidence with trying, you know, bigger. Right. Um, willing to, to, to kind of show the perseverance, perseverance or tenacity with hard math problems or spelling tests so you know i think that's another topic to discuss but we'll save that for another time mm-hmm. as uh we're wrapping up this episode so thank you for tuning in to another episode of teaching with the body and mind we'll see you next week
2: thanks thanks Russ. Thanks, Russ. thank you for listening is this no. still on um <laughs> <laughs> the
3: reason i, I did I, leave it on cause the reason i good. had that yeah. reaction the
2: last time we talked about yeah. it when i kept thinking because we were i was dialing in on, on the fear aspect and this yep. idea that we're overcoming fear yep. when we take a risk and the more i thought about it after the fact more i was like that's bs yeah n- we're I mean, not overcoming fear yeah. i mean because the next time something scary happens you're scared
3: thank you for listening to teaching with the body and bond we'll be back again next week with another episode music is by big wheel popcorn